So let's open our Bibles, please. I'll be reading from Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. It's wonderful to be with you today. And it says in Revelation 5, 1, And I saw in the right hand, right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within, and on the backside sealed with seven seals. So before we progress in this chapter, the beautiful thing that we should notice is this phrase that the book is written within and on the backside. When we think about this phrase, written within and on the backside, we could actually even notice that this is found in the Old Testament. So if we could look quickly in Zechariah, we would also notice that the same thing is mentioned here in Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Then I turned and lifted up mine, mine eyes and looked, and behold, a flying scroll. And he said unto me, What seest thou? And I answered, I, I see a flying scroll. The length thereof is twenty cubits, and the breadth thereof ten cubits. Then he said unto me, this is the curse. It's very important that we notice this phrase. We notice that it will say in just a minute here that this scroll is written on both sides. But what's written on this book? It says, this is the curse that goes forth over the face of the whole earth. For everyone that stealeth shall be cut off on this side according to it. So on one side of it, it condemns those who steal. And then it says, And everyone that swears shall be cut off as on that side according to it. So we see on that side, swearing falsely also condemns him. When we see the scroll or the book written on both sides, what we're thinking about is God's holiness, His righteousness, His, pu- his beauty, his divine attributes that exalts him as the true and living God. And as we consider God and his holiness, his holiness is exalted and, and, and shown by his holy law. So on this scroll, on this book, it's God's holy law going forth, the law of God that exalts his righteous character and his holiness. So... What we see here in Zechariah chapter 5, and as we look at the next phrase, and it says, Then the angel that talked with me went forth and said unto me, Lift up thine eyes and see what is this that is going forth. And he said, What is it? And he said, This is an ephah that goes forth. And he said, Moreover, this is their resemblance through all the earth. And once again, judgment going forth. Uh, God executing his righteous wrath on those who are worthy of judgment. And this is not the only place where it talks about the scroll, which is written on both sides. We could also see it in Ezekiel chapter 2. The last two verses in verse 9, it says this, And when I looked, behold, a hand that a hand was sent unto me, and lo, a, a scroll of a book was therein. 
And he spread it before me, and it was written within and without. Once again, this phrase, this book, where there's writing on within and without. And then it says, And there was written therein lamentations and mourning and woe. So this morning, I would just like to quickly uh, point out the beauty of Christ, His glory. Why? Because we can think this morning about Christ's majesty and, and His divine attributes. When we think about His names, King of kings, Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts, the exalted one, the most high God. So many beautiful names of Christ. But Christ is also the man of sorrows. Why is he called the man of sorrows? We could think of that beautiful hymn, Man of Sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came. And and we think about Christ and his glories and this name, Man of Sorrows, where Christ, not only at the cross, but his whole life, his whole life uh, suffering, being despised by men, rejected of men. But there in Calvary, and Golgotha, what does Christ do? He goes to the cross and he offers himself as the sinless Savior, the sacrifice without spot and without blemish, and glory to his name. Why is this so important? If we could return, please, to Revelation 5, I'd like to quickly sum up the thought. So we see this scroll, this book, is in Christ's right hand. I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written there within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And as they proclaim, who is worthy? Who is worthy? That's the question that's given out. Who is worthy? And no one is even worthy even to look upon the book, much less touch the book. It will remind us of Sinai. Also, where God's law was given, where His holiness was exalted and shown. And when Christ takes this book, He is the only one worthy, and they begin to proclaim His, His, His holiness. But why is He worthy? Verse 9, And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. Why? For thou wast slain. So as we think this morning, and we think about why, uh, why we could pray, there are so many reasons, but it's so important to pray for world missions. So important to pray, pray outside of our sphere of influence. Very important to pray for the area where we're in, to pray for our local churches, for our local ministries. But there are so many needs outside amongst the unreached. We should inform ourselves and read uh, very frequently about what the Lord is doing in other areas, receiving prayer requests from people. And in verse 9, where it talks about Christ being worthy, why is he worthy to, to take the book? Because thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people, and nation. It's because Christ sacrificed himself for 
his people, his church, where? In all the nations, amongst all people. That's why it's so beautiful and I'm thankful. I even see uh, some faces that I don't recognize and, and I could see their names. And, and I see uh, Zambia and Chile and I'm sure many places even in the United States uh, where you're working with people who have much need. And and Christ's work, he's worthy to take this book and this scroll because he offered himself without sp- spot amongst the nations. So just to give you a very quick update of what is uh, what the Lord is doing. I'm in southeast Mexico, about 18 hours south of Texas, towards the southeast. The, the top, uh, the three states in the southeast corner is where over 90% of all the indigenous people live in Mexico. So I'm working with the Nahuatl people. And I would ask you to pray as we continue to disciple uh, leaders, to disciple faithful men that will be diligent to teach not only their own children and family, but to disciple others, to teach these faithful men the scriptures and sound doctrine that they may teach others also. We are very thankful. We'd like you to pray because this December... Uh, we're trusting in the Lord to to recognize uh, two elders and two deacons of a church that's very missions-minded. So they have five men that are studying with me, and they are taking over the work in the mountains, in the cities. We're planting two other churches in the state of Puebla, which is a much larger city. And we're just uh, very excited for the need. So we would ask you to please pray for these areas, especially for the leaders who will be discipling um, and starting new churches. We'll be planting uh, uh, churches in these areas. And I just received a phone, uh, spoke to someone last month that I met at a lunch And they had told me that they had just left a church full of false doctrine. And they had heard me speak on the radio in Mexico City. And they said they were very glad to to meet me. And they wanted to also start another new work in the state of Hidalgo. So this state of Hidalgo, uh, I'm meeting with them tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. They'll be picking me up from the airport and they have a meeting already set up for tomorrow night and for Thursday morning it'll be the first time I'll be meeting with them just a small uh, meeting that they started uh, out of one of their homes and they're looking to the Lord to start a, a biblical church in this area so thank you for praying thank you for the time that uh, that you're taking out to sacrifice And just finish this quick thought. Why is the Lord worthy? He's worthy because he was slain. He redeemed us to God from all the nations, all the languages. And I work with the Nahuatl people, the descendants of the Aztecs. If you could pray for them, I would really appreciate that. And he is worthy of the time that we take to pray. He's worthy of the resources that we give. And he's also worthy for us to go, to go. 
in his name, for the love of his name, to go and to preach to all the nations. Grace and peace. God bless you.